When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The horses are on the track. Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin. Yes, welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin. Alyssa Smith is my name, bringing you the latest in racing Queensland news for the next half an hour. Sam, always a pleasure to see you. Always a pleasure to see you too, Liz. And um, obviously this morning we've got a special guest that we're going to talk to straight off the bat. She's a busy lady, so yes. looking forward to that. Apprentice Yvette Lewis. Yvette, how are you? Where do we find you this morning? Hey, I'm good, thanks. Uh, on my way to Desert Trial. Oh, it's... Never uh, a quiet time, isn't it, in the world of racing? And um, especially for you, you obviously apprentice down at the Gold Coast. And I just want to give you a little bit of a perk because I was watching your ride on Wednesday um, at Doombin and you gave one uh, motel. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm yep. sure it's about something like that. Motel? Yeah, was, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> he was giving you the hardest ride and I was watching the race and I thought, geez, this horse is giving this poor girl this hard time. He was pulling and he wouldn't settle and... Lo and behold, you sat there and you waited for a run up the rails, which, you know, everyone else had sort of swooped and gone, you know, gone out. And, I mean, you pierced through the fence, uh, on up the fence to get the job done. And, I mean, it's a full credit to you because, you know, you've had a little bit of time off away from riding. You're obviously taller than what we would say the average jock is. Um, so I know it's yeah. it's fairly tough on you, but you're riding so very well at the moment. I think you should be really, really proud of yourself, especially, I mean, that horse... Um, I mean, he was a handful enough for, I would say, any senior rider, but you handled him really well and you got the job done. It was really impressive to watch. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, obviously, looking forward to the weekend, you've got uh, Tickeretti. am I saying that right? Yes. Of Scott, Scotty Morrissey's. Tell us yep. a little bit about that horse. Yep. Obviously, he's putting together a really good, um, impressive form line. He's won his last four races. Talk to us a little bit about uh, your relationship with that horse and how you've found riding him and what, you know, has sort of clicked for him to, for his form to be as, you know, as good as it is now. Yeah, Scotty's got him going really well at the moment. Obviously, he's flying and um, just, I guess he's, I guess he's just like his own sort of horse. You just let him do whatever he wants. Like, obviously, he's led one start to win and he's come from last in another. So you just sort of let him do whatever he wants, whatever he's happy to do, and it seemed to be working for him. How long have you spent around that horse? Because obviously every horse is quite different. They've got different personalities and different ways that they race. And, and um, how, how how much time have you spent with this one? No, um, the only, only time I've ever had anything to do with him is race day. So, yeah, um, when I got on him a couple of starts ago, obviously. So, yeah. It's funny, Yvette, how we go through our careers and you're obviously very early into yours. You come across horses like that that you gel with. Obviously, the horse has had a fair few different riders beforehand and for some reason, you and him just click. I think I may have actually ridden him earlier on at some stage. He obviously didn't get on quite as well with me, but I know you do a little bit of work um, for Scotty, but who are you actually apprenticed to? Uh, John Wallace. 
Uh, and John only trains a handful of horses. Um, yeah, talk- he's only got four in work. And that gives you the opportunity to freelance, which is obviously uh, fairly important for you because it means you can get around and you have the the luxury of riding for a number of trainers where, you know, some apprentices that are indentured to maybe a bigger stable, they're sort of committed just to ride for their boss. So that's where the mm. bulk of their rides come from. Whereas you're obviously fortunate you can ride a bit of outside work and establish connections with other trainers. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, like I start with Johnny in the morning, do his four early and then it frees up the rest of the morning for me to ride for whoever. So obviously I do a bit for Morrissey, do a bit for Danny Bagore, so it's been good. You, you're from a tiny town called, is it Tinga? Yeah. Yes. Tell us about Tinga. Where is it? How many people are in town and how, how did you get into <laughs> riding? Because you've got, your family's got a fair bit of history in, in horse racing. Yeah. The um, best way to probably describe where it is is uh, it's about two and a half hours north of um, Tamworth is probably the best way to describe where it is. There's not, it's not an over big town. It's a, it's an Aboriginal community. A lot of Aboriginal people live there and that is, oh, I think the population would be about 500, not even that. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's little. Um, so getting my mum trained for a bit um, when I was younger and she was a jockey, which obviously, um, you know, I grew up with her <clears throat> training, you know, from the pro- from our property at home, which obviously got me interested. And she knew a few trainers from obviously, like, training and that. And that's how I got the job with um, Sue Grills, who I started with. And so when you say you started riding around, like, close to home, that was Tamworth, wasn't it? So would you travel down to Tamworth, ride there, and then <laughs> travel the two and a half hours home? No. So after I finished school, I moved to Tamworth and started there. Right. That's a fair bit of travel. It's full commitment. You've obviously made your way up here, and I know you had a little bit of time off. Um, what did you do in your time off? Because I know you get around and you you know do a bit of running and things like that as well. Um, yes, I still ride track work. Uh, I took a holiday. I went overseas. Um, just took a bit of a break away and just you know clear my head from just obviously all the wasting that I had to do and that, and uh, changed masters. And yeah, it's been good. There's nothing like a fresh start sometimes just to clear your head, as we know, and I know certainly the pressures of racing. And for you, so in what height you, because obviously no one can see you here through the radio, <laughs> but I know how tall you are in comparison to me. I'm five foot one. Um, I think I'm, I think I'm five eight. Yes. Wow, that's yeah. tall for a jockey. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think it's like 174 centimetres, so I'm not sure wow. what that's in, in feet. That's taller than me. Yeah. that's. <laughs> so if you don't mind me asking, how do you go with, because obviously you've got to ride at different weights, how do you go with weight, like fluctuating your weight if you've got that height and the, you know, the extra weight of bones on you being that height, <laughs> that tall? Yeah, so obviously my riding weight is 56, like that's the lightest I can do, which is obviously quite a heavy weight for a jockey, but... If I can walk around, you know, within a couple of kilos of that, I can, I'm can. i able to ride 56 pretty comfortably. And obviously the warmer weather here at the moment definitely helps. And so is that just, you know, what do your sweat sessions entail then? You say the warmer weather, but there's there's got to be more to that too, hasn't there? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Uh, I've been, like, obviously track work in the morning. Sometimes I'll put on a couple extra layers or obviously like a hot bath or a sauna, um, yeah. And like your diet would obviously pretty be relatively strict as well 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, try not to eat too much, obviously, and just, you know, <laughs> just more healthier stuff, you know, and not, like, try and keep out with junk food. That's full credit to you because it's, um, like, I admire it because it's a whole lifestyle choice at the end mm. of the day. It's not just going out there and yeah. what people see you there at the races riding and doing a job. But, um, it's a commitment yeah. to the whole cause, and like you say, you have to monitor that all the time. Um, in order to, you know, to do what you love doing. And I think it's full credit to you. I want to say, too, how have you found, obviously, you're starting to ride a lot more on the metros and yeah. things like that, which is a credit to how far you've come and your riding ability. But how have you found the change in, um, I don't want to say, like, the riding styles, but the way the races are run? I guess just riding with, obviously, better riders probably helps. You know, we ride, obviously, in town, we ride a lot closer a lot tighter and that sort of has probably um you know it's a big difference in riding and it definitely helps your riding when you ride with better riders oh so i'm curious when you after you moved like once you finished school you moved to tamworth you moved to ballina now you're on yep. the gold coast yep how have you found that transition yep. because we talk about riding metro how how is that transition going from a small country town of 500 people. Now you're on the GC where there's thousands and there's a lot of people yeah. around and the culture is very different to what I would imagine uh, yeah, your town um, of Tinga was like. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely definitely a big change. But I love the Gold Coast. I love the lifestyle up here now. And, you know, I definitely don't want to leave in a hurry, that's for sure. But it, it was a big change when I first come up here. Obviously, you know, the traffic and... Um, you know, there's like one stop sign in Tinga and then you come up here and there's just lights, <laughs> there's lights everywhere. So no, it's definitely a big change, but I love it. Yeah, we're pleased to have you up here a bit. And I just, one last question before we let you go, because we know that you're a busy lady. Yeah. And where can we see you riding tomorrow and what rides have you got for everyone listening to keep an eye on? Uh, Saturday in town, I'm in the 1st and the 8th. All right. Beautiful. All keep the very best. Out. Yvette, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Have no a good, great thank day. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Yvette Lewis there. How good. The Apprentice uh, from a tiny town of 500 people from Tinga. That's crazy. All the way to the Gold Coast. Where She's a lovely, lovely girl. Oh, no doubt. She sounds absolutely a treat. But yeah. what a difference. Well, that's what I mean. Like you... I mean, I'm lucky, obviously, right? Yeah. Like I'm five foot one, so I don't have to worry about my weight too much. But... Um, Someone like Yvette, who it's not only the mental struggle having to deal with, you mm. know, like the pressure you're under riding, right? Um, but the mental strain of knowing, listen, I've got two or three kilos to cut this week. Um, I can't eat much this week. And then it's the guilt, too, of having to go home and say, you know, she's ridden this weekend. Um, she might not ride again till Wednesday. And then mentally she's like, you want to go and have something and sort of treat yourself, but your brain is so channeled to you know, what you can't eat, that it's a bit of a catch-22 situation. Like, you go out and sort of enjoy yourself and then probably hate yourself for it after. So it's, <laughs> it's a total war, to isn't it? Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. That's interesting. It's really fascinating. Uh, Sam, I want to ask you about your past week. Um, yes. Yes, you had a couple of placings. I did. I did indeed. And so um, obviously we had a Friday. It was no night races, which was an absolute treat. What did you do? I tell you what. Please no, don't say clean your house because no. that's normally your response every single time when you have time off. What are you going to do on your day off? Clean my house. 
<laughs> no, I don't know. My house was spotless. <laughs> I, I bet. I, I bet it is amazing. But please tell me you treated yourself. Yes, I did treat myself. Obviously, I had uh, races on Thursday at Gatton. Had a winner mm. there with Binding, who backs up and runs around uh, in the last race tomorrow at Eagle Farm. So excited to give her another spin around. She's in a fantastic form. But Friday was uh, a gym in the morning at a PT session. I actually went to a f- my first boxing class on oh, Friday night. How good is boxing? Oh, my goodness. I, I think it. I'm addicted. Yeah. And I wish I had more time to do it. And the classes only sort of go in the morning and the evening that I want to go to. So I'm really like trying to <laughs> sort of shimmy my schedule around to, to make it work. So Friday was good. Obviously, Saturday morning is a track work for me. Uh, for me. And then um, Fields more of uh, Lee Friedman's, who she won her first start uh, very well at Ipswich. Um, and then backed up with a very nice second on Saturday at Doom and she did all the tough work out in front. She was stepping up from the 800 metre trip where she won up to 1100 metres. Obviously 300 metres is a fairly significant. That's a a big difference. Yeah, jump and trip, especially for two-year-olds. So she did a great job. Funny little fact about her, um, she likes licorice. Hang on, is that normal? (laughs) So some horses do like licorice, but I was down at Lee Friedman's camp writing a bit of work there on Wednesday morning and the staff, um, you know, made me aware of her her taste for licorice and they said there's a bag of licorice on top of the fridge there because she wasn't going to come and say hello to me in her box she was standing in the back corner you know sort of snobbing me and I said (laughs) oh I want to give her a pat you know they said go and rustle the licorice bag so off I trot grab this licorice bag and then she scoots over and puts her head over the box door and takes these two bits of licorice from me so maybe I might have to sneak some licorice into my pocket next time. Might be the the little treats. Now you're best mates. Yeah, I I love it. friends now. I love it. I love it. Well, stick with us here on the Queensland Hoop. After the break, we'll go go through uh, Queensland's racing news and what's on the calendar for this weekend. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit racingqueensland.com.au. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin on SEN Track. Yes, welcome back to the Queensland Hoop where we're bringing you the latest in racing Queensland news. Queensland racing news, I should say. It's going to be an action-packed weekend as always. Sam, you were just saying that every single Sunday we've got racing on, which is exciting. But for you jockeys, you don't get any time <laughs> off. you got to provide the entertainment, don't you? I know. What social life. Yes, we were <laughs> a friend of mine. We're discussing uh, the calendar and trying to figure out when we could get over to um, Tangalooma, actually. And, you know, our next Sunday off isn't until the 28th of April. (laughs) So it's a while yet. Um, Obviously, unless we're... You know, have the day off uh, from suspended or scratchings or things like that. But, but that's not, they're not good things. No, no, we don't want that because I'm very money hungry. So uh, looking looking ahead <laughs> we to the weekend. We want the action on the track too, Sam. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, I actually am here for it. Hey, you know what though? Midweek breaks are good. Less people. Yep. Not yeah. school holidays. Yeah, I'm here for that. Jump the queues. Yep. Exactly. Maybe that's where I'll go down to Dreamworld and something and get like half price rides or something during the week. Tuesday. Tuesdays. <laughs> there you go, Sam. Take your Tuesday <laughs> off and you'll be fine. Yeah, go uh, and race and earn some money on the weekend <laughs> on your Sundays. Hey, this weekend, where can we see you racing? Yes, yeah, so obviously tonight I'll be up at the Sunshine Coast with a lovely evening meeting. I'm in races one, three and five. Uh, Millie Arense of Brian Wakefield. So I feel like I say this every time I'm about to ride her. She's 
knocking on the door to win one. I swear her form line is almost impeccable without winning one. Um, she's a cranky thing, and I love her to death, but it's, <laughs> it is a bit of a love-hate relationship. So hopefully tonight she can get the job done. Maybe, All of us. Ma- ma- sorry, maybe you need some licorice. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe licorice would win her. I think she'd more be inclined to bite my fingers than take the oh, licorice. She's a cranky that vessel. Cranky. Yeah, very cranky. And then uh, Eagle Farm, obviously, tomorrow. We've got four rides there. Um, Binding, obviously, who won last week. Um, she's in the last race. She should run very well. Also, our horse I had a lot to do with the last preparation, Iron Grace. Um, she provided me with a little bit of a headache. Uh, she was one of those that always looked like she was going to win one and never really had much luck. So, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed this prep is better for her. How good. Mm. How good indeed. So, uh, tonight we can see at the Sunshine Coast. That's yes. the night meet. Um, there's also racing up at Rockhampton today as well. And then tomorrow we'll see you at Eagle Farm. And there's also racing at the Aquas Park Gold Coast Poly Track too. And then there's a night meet at Toowoomba in the country as well, uh, Home Hill and Roma. And then on Sunday, the sunny coast as always. Yes, wrapping up at the sunny coast. It's, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll need to get like a holiday home or something in there and invest and I can just... Be on holiday and work at the same time on a Sunday. Brilliant idea. And then we can come and visit. How about that? We'll keep an eye out for you on the weekend, Sam. It's going to be great to watch you this weekend, Sam. And best of luck and best of luck to everyone else. And a big thank you also to Yvette Lewis, who joined us earlier on in the show as well, the apprentice jockey. It was lovely to speak with her as well. We'll be keeping an eye out on her races this weekend. Well, thanks for tuning in to the Queensland Hoop with Sam and I. We'll be back next Friday. Happy racing. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit racingqueensland.com.au and imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Happy racing.